Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. Welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy, and I'll be your host. And I am joined here today by a special guest. He's actually right here in the same area I am in Chesapeake, Virginia. Dom Akari, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing good. Just telling Don backstage, I was actually out for about a, a week, which is extremely long time for me to be away from running my company. And as you managing partners listening or Don here, we were just kind of chatting about that. But uh, so playing a lot of catch up today, but happy to be back and, and, and have Don on the show here. Uh, Don is someone I've, I've met before. They have a firm just down the street based here in, in Virginia. Of course, he's in multiple states, and we'll get to learn more about that here in just a moment. But but me and Dom are pretty much neighbors. So again, happy to have him on the show. Has an exciting story and career. A very well, nice-sized firm has done very well for himself. So he's got a lot to share here. So any any young attorneys or aspiring to be managing partners, Looking to go out on your own, uh, Don can share a ton today, so we'll try to cram in as much as we can with Don's time. So, Don, thanks again for coming on the show. You're welcome, Kevin. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So, well, first question, like I always ask, and I want you to share a lot of the, some of the cool stuff. Tell us, you know, what made you become an attorney? Okay. Uh, what was that moment that you're like, you know what, I'm going to go to law school, I'm going to become an attorney, and tell us what that, that was like. Okay. Actually, I, I started out as a uh, as a city manager. I have my master's in public administration, and you know nobody in my family had been a lawyer, but it's something was always in the back of my mind. So I was 25, and um, you know I decided if I was going to do it before I was married and had kids, um, I'd uh, I'd go to law school. So I did. Got out. Well, I was going to had a job with the attorney general's office in um, in Raleigh, North Carolina, but the um, Navy recruiter was coming to the law schools, and uh, before I knew it, I was signed up and uh, went to the JAG Corps for uh, for four years. So uh, had a had a pretty good career the the JAG Corps, then got out and uh, and stayed in the Tidewater area. Yeah, so uh, you were mentioning that you really wanted to be in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, they sent you here to Norfolk, Virginia, where where we're located, which is a great area. Love Charleston too. So while in the JAG program, so tell us a little bit about that because I know. You know something that the audience will, will know here soon, but you know some of the successes you had. Obviously, there was a movie created around around you and uh, a case you had. So tell us more about that. Sure. When I was uh, when I went in, um, they were starting what's called the mobile trial team. So I was a defense counsel, and they would fly us out to the ships on the aircraft carriers. You know, we would try cases on board the carriers all over the world. And um, we got a call one day that uh, there were ten Marines in the brig. Uh, in Guantanamo Bay, they were doing these code reds. They'd all made confessions. And um, so we were supposed to go down there and just plead them out. I had never tried a case up to that point. So I flew down to, to Gitmo and, and met with the, the colonel down there. And um, my client ended up uh, not taking this deal. And we went to court. Uh, mm. and it became the, uh, the basis for the movie A Few Good Men. So it's tough when your your first trial becomes a movie. Uh, you got nowhere <laughs> to go but down after that. But uh, that was the the start of my career. Well, that's pretty amazing. So yeah, for everyone listening, a few good men, 1992, I think, when it came out. Right. Tom Cruise, 
or Don Macari. <laughs> I wish. I, I wish. I think Don looks a lot better than Tom. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty exciting and pretty cool that in your first trial becomes a movie. That's that's pretty crazy. So, so I guess, uh, ba- ba- you know, backing that up is basically the, the two gentlemen, they didn't take a plea. Right. It was actually like usual. Out of the, right out of the 10, seven of the kids uh, took uh, a plea agreement. My client and two other ones went to court. They were found. We used the obedience to orders defense. You know, the the movie, the way it became a movie actually was one of the other attorneys was a tenant named Debbie Sorkin and her brother was Aaron Sorkin, who was a 28 year old unknown playwright at the time. He got the record trial and made a play on it that ran in Broadway uh, for two years. And Rob Reiner from Castle Rock made the, the, uh, the, you know, the movie out of it. So, um, you know, great movie. About half of it's true. Um, when, the, <laughs> when the movie came out, um, my client and I went to see it together, and you know, it was no Demi Moore naturally. And so, about half <laughs> through, I, I leaned over. I said, "You know, David, if there would have been a Demi Moore, I'd have pledged you guilty and been the old club with her. You'd be Leavenworth right now." So, <laughs> That's funny. But it's a great movie. Great movie. <laughs> yeah, I assume not all of it was true, and you know, you have to write a movie to to sell tickets. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's. Uh, so really cool that that happened and uh you know and i need to watch the movie again so i need to go do that how many times have you actually watched the movie did you watch it once and say i'm out well or? i've seen it a couple of times but you know for christmas for many years that's all i got for christmas presents was everybody <laughs> gave me a copy of the movie so <laughs> i got it somewhere at the house but uh, <laughs> hadn't seen it in a while you got a whole library yes anybody wants to borrow a copy let me know they probably i can get you to sign one for me okay there you go so, uh, all right, well, cool. Well, so let's for, fast forward a little bit. And so after coming out of there, so take us back, you know, to when you just, you started your own practice okay. and what that was like. And then we'll talk maybe more about really what you focus on today, what you're passionate about and, and what you're doing from a you know, management and marketing side. Sure. I stayed in the Navy for four years and I'd met uh, two other lawyers, um, civilian attorneys, and we decided to, to, to form a firm. And we just did a general practice for six years. Great guys. You know, we took everything that came in the door. You know, I hated domestic relations, but you know, I was doing divorces and wills and real estate and criminal. And, you know, but it gave me a good foundation. So I did that for about six years. But then I decided, you know, I, I really liked the, uh, the personal injury part of the practice. You know, those cases were interesting to me. They weren't as emotionally draining as, as criminal cases. I was doing murders and rapes and everything. Mm-hmm. So I've been focusing on in my practice now. Uh, this firm has been in existence going on our 23rd year. We do mostly personal injury workers comp, and we have a, a big veterans practice. Personal injury practice is focused really on Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. The veterans practice we do all over the all over the country. We've grown from. Initially, we started uh, with 13 of us. Uh, we now have close to 100. Probably need 15 more positions. <laughs> so we've grown. Yeah, I know the management part is getting to be a, a pain, but um, so we've grown pretty substantially in the last 20 years. Yeah, huge growth. That's amazing. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Digital. My apologies for interrupting this podcast episode, but I have an exciting webinar coming up on July 26th, and it's about how to get free and unlimited clicks from Google to your website day in and day out. Now, the secret here is organic SEO. You probably heard a lot about SEO, search engine optimization. In this webinar, it's only going to be 30 minutes long. I'm going to walk you through how Google works, 
how people see search results, the pros and cons of the different areas of the search engine result page, and how you can get into the free section after you put some effort into it, of course, but you can get into the free section. And once you're in there in the organic section, you get free clicks. So join me on July 26 at 2 p.m. You can go to ArrayWebinar.com to register. That's A-R-R-A-Y webinar.com, all one word, arraywebinar.com. Register there and I'll see you then. So, and tell us the, the full name of the firm because I'll it mess is, it up, I'm sure. It's Bakari, Rosado, Spencer, and Balaban. So that's a mouthful. Everybody, we just say MRSB. So yeah. um, <laughs> you know, my four partners want some, with it. there's four partners. Uh, we have 16 attorneys. You know, they, they want some name recognition. So I kind of let them be on the letterhead a little bit. Yeah, nice. So uh, everyone tuning in, if you are listening, it's donmacari.com. That's M-A-R-C-A-R-I. Don Macari. We'll also have that up uh, everywhere else too. But if you're listening or watching on video right now, it's down at the bottom of your screen. You can go check out Don's uh, firm, see what they're all about, check out the websites. They also have, if you drop down in the navigation on his website, there's a link to the veterans site. So if you want to kind of take a look at what, what kind of things that they're doing there, what practice areas they're covering and what cases they're handling. Uh, but that's federally based. That's basically anywhere around the country. Yes, sir. Excellent. So give me, so, so personal injury, what do you guys, what do you really specialize in? What, if Don is going to take a case, what kind of uh, areas are you really specializing in or have a heart big focus on other well, than the, in the veterans? Yeah, we do, you know, car wrecks, you know, tractor trailer cases, drunk driving, you know, premises liability, anything where, you know, somebody's been been injured. And I said we do that in, in three states right now. Um, a large portion of that, you know, we, you know, comes from the internet because with the internet, your boundaries are expanded and, you know, to grow, which we, you know, I think in this profession now, you know, our fees aren't going up, but our costs are going up, you know. So I think if you want to survive, you've got to find some way for that growth to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So you're exp you're in three states. You're trying to expand into the fourth. Probably just stay in the three right now, but I don't. I wouldn't rule that out. Okay, excellent. And you said you're plenty busy. You're you're looking to have. It sounds like you need more people to do more work. So that's a good problem to have. <laughs> if you can find them, I think if I you think, can find good people. <laughs> and I think that's one thing we you know our, our marketing is is doing very well. You know, one time when I was with a general practice, you know, we had a big debate over spending $400 for a half page yellow page, you know, back <laughs> then, back in the early nineties, you know, lawyers didn't advertise that much. You know, we've been on, we're on television for a long time, you know, radio billboards, but now we're really just focusing, you know, because we're in several different markets, you know, it, it, to be competitive on, on TV, you know, the cost is cost prohibitive, but the internet has been very successful, yeah. but you know, with that comes, you know, the, the span of control, you're trying cases in a lot of different jurisdictions. And I think one of the areas that we didn't anticipate was the rapid growth and then, you know, having the staff to, to handle that growth. Because, you know, the worst thing is to have cases coming in. What's well, the best thing? But then the worst thing is not being able to handle those <laughs> cases. You know, so uh, that's been a challenge, especially with COVID and the great yeah. resignation. It's uh, that part of the business is, uh, is needing constant attention lately. Yeah, well, you know, as uh, running a business, I feel like that's the constant ebb and flow, if you will, sure. of uh, some, a lot of clients banging on your door, 
how you're going to handle the work and do it well and you go good customer service and make sure that they're kept up with. And then you go the next, you know, the thing where you have, you know, not work coming in and trying to figure that out. So. Sure. The um, people in the clients nowadays are, are need more handholding. They're much more informed. You know, back when I first started uh, practicing, I think we were a a learned uh, profession and, uh, you know, respectable profession. And I think, you know, that has waned somewhat, you know, clients now have access to a tremendous amount of information, good or bad. Certainly there's enough competition out there that if you're not servicing their needs, they'll go to somebody else. So, you know, that's one thing I try to focus is on customer service and, you know, answering that phone and talking to the clients and just explaining, you know, understanding what they've been through. And like I said, that, that takes personnel, takes empathy and, you know, it's a, it's a constant training of your staff and getting them to understand, you know, what your philosophy is. And you know, sometimes some of the team members think that, uh, you know, the cases just fall off trees, you know, so they don't understand the expense and the time to, to have that client, you know, bring that phone and call you. No, absolutely. I think that's, that's another big challenge. I think as you start to grow is that every, every team member understands the vision, the mission, the right, right. why we do this and things like that. And, we're at, we're just over 20, some people, 25, maybe. And, uh, it's even at that level, it's, you know, still a constant sure. re-education and, and trying to make sure everyone understands what we're doing and why we're doing it. So not hundred percent. So you do also do uh, medical malpractice. That's something you guys focus on. pretty heavily Yes, sir. Too. You know, doing less and less of it because, um, you know, it's an expensive and time consuming, you know, area of the law the you know, the cases rarely settle, you know, the doctors have a consensus mm-hmm. settle clause. So I think if you're going to get in, I think there's a lot of malpractice, unfortunately, that happens. But, you know, to, uh, I think the, the key to that area of practice is getting the right case because you will spend a tremendous amount of time and, and resources, you know, pursuing that case. And so, you know, medicine's not an exact science. You know, those are those are tougher. So we're taking less and less uh, being more okay. in those cases. That makes sense. Are you uh, focused at all on it, just talking about more like marketing? So I know you're, you're doing a lot more online. I uh, totally agree. I mean, that's what we do. We do just marketing and can be more specific, more focused quickly in a different market versus like a TV or a radio. Sure. But are you focused at all on uh, Spanish or Hispanic translations? And- that's a growing an area. And uh, the, the initial challenge with that um, was finding, you know, a staff that could handle Spanish speaking clients. You know, so now I think we have three lawyers that are bilingual. Uh, we probably have. I think four paralegals that are that are bilingual. So it's a good area of practice, you know. But you you need there again, you got to have the staff to handle that, and you know to find uh, people that can can talk to people and converse and explain the concepts to them to the client is, is really is crucial. That's excellent. Yeah. So yeah, good that you guys had that. I noticed that you had, I think, the translation on your website. So that's why I was asking. And um, right. that's something that we're actually doing. So we're a, there's a marketing company, and a lot of our attorneys and, and firms that we work with either need or want translation on their sites, which we can, we're happy to do, but we're also kind of going towards that market of, you know, sp- Spanish speaking law firms and ones that only support that. And there's a lot, that's a very underserved market. Definitely. Uh, so we have, I want to say we have three full-time employees that are fluent or bilingual account managers. So that's something we're looking at doing to get into that market as well. So, and I don't think there's any digital marketing agencies that are doing that, but <laughs> I guess we'll find out when we start to try to break into that. So, so what is, so you guys pretty large firm, what do you use to manage your pipeline? So what are the, all of the attorneys using right now to, to manage their cases? 
Well, I try to keep it, you know, we, we have, you know, being a, a former city manager, you know, I think it's crucial to have budgets, goals, quotas. I mean, just, you know, you've got to run it, you know, we're a profession, but we're also a business. So I try to make sure that, you know, each attorney, you know, has no more than 180 to 200 cases. Each paralegal has 110 to 120. I think we found that for the people we have, that's a successful number. You know, nice. certainly it matters. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still practicing. I still have a caseload um, in addition to the management duties. I try to keep that at about 50. But you know, we have an evaluation committee meeting uh, with the 16 attorneys once a month where anybody can bring a case to the meeting and, and we can talk about it. You know, I, I tell the, the attorneys, look, I've been doing this for 36 years. You know, I've had probably over 200 jury trials, but I don't know everything, you know. And so and, you know, <laughs> the tough part about, you know, what we do is there's no book to go by. You know, is that case, what's the value? And the clients, you know, I had a client the other day, well, what's my case worth? And I said, ma'am, you know, I can't tell you at this point, you know, I can, you know, once you get finished your care, you know, but there's so many variables that go into that. Hmm. Um, you know, so we just, we're constantly uh, talking, you know, training, you know, just trying to do the best we can, you know, for the client. That's excellent. Well, just, just a random question. Have you read the book by uh, John Morgan? I have. Yep. Can't Teach Hungry? Yep. Can't Teach Hungry. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just... He's an amazing, I mean, he's grown, I mean, you know, I can't imagine the management problems he has. <laughs> I have no idea. Up. I just finished that book a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And obviously I don't, I don't own a law firm, but any business owner listening to this, pick that book up. Um, sure. It does refer a lot to running an actual personal injury firm. Right, right. But applicable, most of it is, you know, you can apply it to any business. And just a lot of great principles and, and ways oh. that he kind of makes it simple for you to understand. Yeah. Yeah. His marketing budget, 30 to $40 million. Yeah, um, crazy. You know, so I'm, well, that's what we, um, you know, we established <laughs> budgets um, at the, mm. we just got back from a partner's retreat. We try to get together um, four or five times a year. You know, I have an agenda, you know, I have a big notebook prepared, you know, we plan out the year. I think you have to have goals and, yeah. strategies and, you know, prepare for the best and worst. You know, what our average fee for cases, what's acceptable kick drops, you know, how many we sign up, how, you know, there's everything yeah. in our business I think is quantifiable, but I think you have to have that plan or else you don't know where you're going. You know, we keep, a, you know, at least one month's operating expenses in the, in the, in the bank. We have a bonus structure and commission structure, but, you know, you have to run it like a business, you know, we now have a, a director of finance, a director of marketing, director of IT, you know, a human resource director. <laughs> I mean, all the things that you would see in a, in a corporation. And I think, yeah. you know, to be successful, you know, the law firm uh, is, is a business as well as a profession. No. And I think that's uh, for anyone listening, that's, you know, again, trying to start their own firm, looking to go on their, out, on their own, they might just be starting by themselves Two, Maybe there's others that are getting ready to, to form a partnership, but right. You got to start thinking like the way Don is telling you here and, and uh, it, you know, can't teach hungry. Great book too, but setting these things in place, you know, meetings that are, you're going to have periodically checkpoints, you know, there's a sweet spot for how many, you know, cases your attorney should be managing at one time. Are they going to trial, you know, versus are they just settling? And that might be based on your preference, but I know like the John Morgan's book, it's, he kept, hey, who's not going to trial? Who's just sitting back or wasting time on these cases and then settling 10 months, 12 months later when they could have just settled early, right? Right, right. I think it's what you have to do. I mean, case selection, you know, uh, soft tissue, rear end, 
case, you know, should be completed, you know, the time on desk, you're losing money. You know, if, it, if it's around mm -hmm. more than, you know, eight months, I mean, we have a, you know, once the clients, you know, there again, we have metrics that once the clients finish treating and release, you know, 60 days, it should be in demand, you know, within those, you know, 30 to 60 days, it should settle. Um, you know, that's, there's, there's variables in there, but, you know, you've got to know which cases to try and you got to be ready to try them. I mean, you know, the insurance companies know if you're not. So you've got to have a strong litigation department. You know, 85 percent of the cases will probably you know settle, but you still got to have that strong litigation department too. You know, to, to put the pressure on the insurance companies, they got you got to, they got to know you will go to court. Well, yeah, exactly. Because if they know, hey, they they never go to court, they never right. tried, then they can run right over you, right? So exactly, you're going to get a crappy offer, and you know, yeah. But if they go, all right, we're not messing with these guys. They're going to get a trial if they need to. Things makes a difference. Yeah, excellent. That's a good tip right there for anyone that's, especially going in the personal injury space. You know, obviously other practice areas. And I think Don made a good point too in the beginning here. Um, he did a general practice, and I've, I've taught a lot of attorneys on here uh, who all mostly start that way, or they they intern somewhere, or they you know they're trying to get their you know past the bar and all that. So they get that experience and figure out which way you want to go. Don didn't start by saying I'm going to be in a personal injury uh, attorney. So, but he got enough experience to know what he did want to do. So I think it's okay to go out there and start that way. At the same time, Don, I've had a lot of uh, a lot of good folks on the show here that find a super niche after having some experience in another firm, and then they they kind of serve that niche that they find other firms don't want to do, and that works well for them because they get a lot of referrals and right. you know they find that little sweet spot. So you know, specializing, I I see that more often these days too. Well, I think you've got to find you know, the professional law is um, you know stressful enough. So if you're miserable doing it, um, it's going to make it that much worse. I've been practicing law for 36 years. You know, I still love every day. I love coming in every day. And it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, it, there's challenges. But, you know, if I was doing, for instance, divorce work, I probably would have found something else to do. Um, so you've got to find what you're happy at doing. And there's, there's a ton of clients out there. I mean, you know, sometimes we think there's a, a glut of lawyers. But if, if you're good at it, if you care about the client, you put the client first you're going to get plenty of business. It may take a little while to, to start up, but if you got a niche, whatever you want to do, you know, find out what you're passionate about. I mean, I tell my kids that I've got three kids. None of them are lawyers. They said, dad, you work too hard, but you know, I just tell them find your passion because you're going to be doing it for a long time. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't, if you didn't like it, you wouldn't be yeah. still doing it. Right. So I think that's the difference too. Like if you're, if you do what you love and you enjoy it, then it's not really work right. at the end of the day. Exactly. You know, so I think that's important to get in a, a space, especially as an attorney, you're going to be working a lot, regardless of which one you choose. So, you know, might as well pick uh, something you're passionate about. Um, and, you know, I generally just generally passionate about employees and their families and, and just having a team. So there's other aspects of it if you're, you're running a firm versus just doing the, the work. So, well, Don, so what, you know, what's the outlook? What's your plan for the next day, like next two to five years? I know we're coming out of COVID and hopefully things will, will change a little bit, but we can't control all that, but if you had it your way, what's the next two to five years really look like for firm? Well, I, I think we've decided that we've got to continue to grow. You know, I said that, you know, our, the expenses, you know, as everyone knows with inflation, you know, personally mm -hmm. and, you know, malpractice insurance and, you know, everything is, is going up. So to compete, we just want to kind of focus in, you know, the three states we're in, you know, keep building the value on the cases, you know, taking the right case selection, but, you know, our our mission is to grow. And that, I think you just mentioned a minute ago, is, is, which I think is crucially important, is to, to hire the right people, 
excuse me, and to make sure they know that they're appreciated. You know, I make sure that, you know, I wish everybody a happy birthday. You know, I make sure I know if, you know, some, if their child is graduating, you know, I try to go, the first thing I do in the morning when I come in is I walk around the office, just say hello. I mean, I think you, you know, especially today, you know, I think the, uh, the team members uh, might have the upper hand. Um, so you've got to show they're appreciated. And that, you know, money's important. You know, we try to pay a competitive wage. We've got, uh, you know, 401ks. We pay 80% of the health insurance. But I think very know, nice. we want them to grow with us and stay with us. You know, turnover sucks. And just, you know, I think the biggest thing is just to show them that they're appreciated. And, you know, when they have issues and problems, be there to help, you know, solve those problems. We're all busy. You know, I have an open door policy. Um, you know, I might be in the middle of something, but somebody comes in and, you know, you just got to find time to, you know, to talk to them and, and help them out. I love it. Absolutely. So yeah, that, you're not growing or dying. So you got to focus on that. And I think it's, you know, that's definitely us too. And, and you know, I think there's a, there's an owner side of it, the entrepreneur side, that's just like growth and everyone just thinks, well, that's just more money and whatever. But I think, you know, just trying to get all your team members and employees to understand, Hey, we, we have to be growing in order to support you and, and give you more opportunity. And if you want to manage people or, or become C-level or whatever, we can't stop growing because if, if we don't, you know, we do, then those opportunities aren't there. So, and then not just that, like it's been, I think hard for us because our goal is, you know, our mission, I guess, more or less is to help people like you, Don help people. So we, we can, we can bring you more clients that need your help that you can help. So it's, it's kind of like, what's our purpose here. It's not just making websites and stuff like that. That doesn't really have much of a meaning to it. So we, we got to have to dig deeper sometimes and say, all right, well, here's what we really do and, and why we do it. Well, I think marketing is so, you know, marketing is 25% of our budget, you know, whether you like it or not. And I have some <laughs> partners that, you know, don't appreciate, you know, the value of it. Um, but in this day and time, you know, you've got to market yourself, um, you know, whether you think that's seemly or not seemly, it's a reality. <laughs> and, you know, you, you've got to, you know, we get, we, we push the five-star reviews on Google. You know, I want clients to tell, you know, referrals are the best, you know, source, but you can be the best lawyer in the world. If you don't have the clients, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. hundred percent. And <laughs> I, I get to talk to prospects like that all the time. And, and I usually what I, you know, a lot of attorneys and you couldn't even advertise as an attorney, I think back in sure, so like the eighties, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So for a long time, it was like, and I still talk to attorneys today, especially in like uh, the family practice areas and stuff like that. Hey, we don't market, uh, we don't advertise. We have integrity. <laughs> we can't say anything about anything. Like we're just, we just wait for people to, you know, find us more or less. And, and I usually tell them this, and this is for anyone listening uh, and for Don is if I was just in a serious car accident or I'm going through a divorce or whatever it may be, and I need help. And if Don knew about me, he knew if he could help me. But if I don't know who Don is and I go looking on the internet or Google or whatever, and Don doesn't show up, then Don can't be there to service me or help me out. So, but someone will be there to, sure. to help me out. So it's, you know, usually I tell a story, well, you know, if I was going through a divorce potentially and I needed information and I wasn't sure, and I Googled for some questions and could you answer those questions? And they'd be like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the best around. Okay, cool. What if you answered those questions, you came up, I ended up on your website, I read some articles, you had a podcast about it, whatever, and I felt a lot of help in that, and then I re eventually reached out when I was ready to say, hey, I, I need your help, and your website's been helpful, you know, you had a video that was helpful to me, 
I, I feel comfortable. I feel like I know you. I wanted to go ahead and, and schedule a consultation. And so that's really what we're trying to do here is, and all firms should be trying to do that, but you have to be there or you don't get the work and you can't help the client at the end of the day. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's how everyone should be viewing marketing, advertising, maybe a little bit different, you know, screaming on TV and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And Don's always, I mean, I've seen Don, I've seen your commercials before I even had my own company or was in marketing at all. Like, cause you guys did a good job and, but they were always classy, nice commercials versus like, you know, you know, other folks that, you know, scream and, and talk about how much money they're going to get you and stuff like that. So yeah, I think you've always done a good job with your, with your marketing and your brand. So thank you. Yeah. Um, are you guys still doing TV now? No, we've been off TV now for probably five years, I guess. I said, we're yeah. in, Christian, we're in Tidewater market, Raleigh market, Charlotte market, and to compete mm. three yeah. different markets was tough. So the internet is where we're, you know, solely I mean, naturally referrals, but um, as far as the internet's where we've been and, and, and pretty successful today. Yeah, excellent. Well, I think it's a good move. Yeah, I, I don't even have TV anymore. I think I just have like well, you. people got yeah, they got Hulu and all these other streaming services, and mm -hmm. you DVR it and you flash right through the commercials. So yeah, if you look around now, everybody, I'm looking at my kids over there, and phones constantly, and that's if they want you know mm -hmm. information, it's so accessible right there, right in your hand. Yeah, over eighty. Every time I look at a website, it's like. Uh, analytics and stuff. I'd say about 80%, 75, 80% are on a mobile phone, Yeah, especially in, in your industry. Sure. So that you're talking about, you know, 20 to 30% on a computer. So yeah, it's just, it's rapidly changing to a uh, mobile only. It is. So yeah, you gotta be there. You gotta be where they are and you can still do those same commercials on YouTube or Facebook or whatever. You just don't have to do it on TV. So yeah. side note, I, I was actually looking at all the, all the subscription stuff. Cause I remember like, Oh, we cut the cord. And we're saving money from Cox or Verizon or whoever you have. And now I have so many subscriptions. I think it totals up more than what my uh, cable bill. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so now it's like, whatever. You just spend the money anyway. So, <laughs> so uh, Don, anything else exciting coming up or that you'd like to share? Um, I definitely want to put your website back up here again as well. So, No, this has been great. And I say anybody that um, any young attorneys that uh, – want to go out on their own or, or thinking about, you know, starting a firm. If, you know, I'd love to give you some advice if you need it. I've, you know, been, I've made every mistake you can make. Um, you know, I'm still learning, but I still enjoy every day. You know, it's a great profession. You know, I'm proud to be an attorney. You actually do get to help people no matter what field you're in. We're going to keep growing and, uh, you know, hope to be around for a while. And then uh, maybe one day I'll figure out an exit strategy, but I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> And you're sticking in it for now. So uh, yeah, DonMacari.com is at the bottom of your website, I mean, uh, of the screen here. And if you're listening, you can go there. So yeah, to reach out to Don. Is there any other way that uh, folks can reach out? They just go to the website and, and call or email? Or what, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? They can email me at uh, DonM at MRSLawFirm.com. Okay. You know, shoot me an email. I'll be glad to talk with you or answer you back. Yeah, and I would encourage you, anyone listening to that, uh, Don's, again, I've gotten to meet Don and, and learn more about his firm, but yeah, full of information and can be helpful to any attorney out there. Or maybe if you're not going out on your own, it sounds like Don could use some extra attorneys over there. So there you uh, go. Yeah, maybe you should connect with them. So uh, before we wrap up, Don, on a letter note, what are some things that you like to do personally? Mostly just, uh, I coach football. Um, okay. you know, I'm the uh, commissioner for the... Uh, Great Nick area uh, youth football league. And I've coached at the uh, Lynn Haven middle school and at the high school. So um, 
oh, you awesome. know, it's, um, yeah, I, I enjoy the kids and, uh, I think the game of football is great. They're, uh, you know, the city is trying to get away from tackle, which, you know, we're, we continually fight, uh, you know, this new world is wants to give participation trophies and, um, you know, I just, I don't believe in that. So I just, uh, coaching football with the kids is, is my passion. So I spent a lot of time doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, I, I hate when I got kids, I got small kids. Sometimes they come home with something and I'm like, Oh, oh, cool. What'd you get? Like, Oh, well, I didn't do good at all. Like, well, why did you get that? You know, yeah. Yeah. send it back the gym in the world and i don't know <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm like get off my lawn that's funny yeah i'm gonna be that old man too so football professional football what is your team i like the patriots you know i, I like their their style i like their process you know how they you know belichick's just said, do your job that's uh that's a great philosophy that um i try to instill here i tell people just stay in your lane do your job and and the team will be okay yeah i like that i like belichick and I've always said, so I've always been a uh, Redskins mm-hmm. or now, I don't even know what the heck they're called at this point, <laughs> but I was born into that. Um, right. I, got a picture, I got a picture of me in pajamas, like Redskins pajamas. And I was like, you know, a couple years old, but um, yeah. so I continue to support them no matter what their name is. And, <laughs> but I've always said like, if you're American, how can you not like the Patriots? Like, you know, yeah, yeah they're, you know. And the Cowboys, was that the uh, America's football team? I, I don't agree. Yeah, so I wanna, that's one thing on my bucket. I do want to go to uh, the stadium there, though. I would like to see that. That looks beautiful there. It's really cool. I've never been. I'd like to get to a football or like a Super Bowl at some point in my life. One day. Yeah, one day. All right, Don, let's go. We'll get some tickets together at some point. All right, sounds good, Kev. Look forward make a lot more money, though. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I think there were $5,500 a ticket this year or something. So. Eh, still, some of them in reach. It's not there too bad. Well, uh, Don, thanks so much for sharing your story today. Uh, please reach out to Don, connect with him, and uh, or at least go check out his firm and, and what they do. I think he's a great example for anyone listening uh, to follow in his footsteps. Uh, go check out A Few Good Men so you can see what Don used to look like when he was yeah, younger. Uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can check out this episode uh, and many more. We've had over, I think, over 200 managing partners like Don on the show from all walks of life. So different practice areas, different states, different areas. There should be something you can find on uh, this show that's going to help you. So you can sort by state, you can sort by uh, practice area and find maybe another attorney that you would uh, relate with and that can help you out. So we encourage you to do that. You can go to arraylaw.com forward slash podcast and then stay tuned because we also have the Managing Partners newsletter, which goes out uh, twice a week. So we feature attorneys, uh, episodes like this with Don, any kind of tips like that as well. And so, and if you need help with marketing to get a word like Don is at, that's what we do. Digital is where we live. Arraylaw.com, reach out to me or anyone on my team and we'll be happy to help you out or answer any questions you have. So Don, without, that's all, all we got. Great, Kev. Thanks. Have a great day. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Stay on with me for a second. Everyone all else, right. have a great day. Get out there, put your head down, get to work like Don says and everything else will work out. Now that was an awesome episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. Hey again, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Digital. And I'm on one last time to remind you about the free webinar that I'm hosting on July 26th at 2 p.m. We're gonna be talking about organic SEO and how to get unlimited free clicks from Google to your website for people that are looking for your help. You can register by going to ArrayWebinar.com That's A-R-R-A-Y webinar.com. It's free. 
It only takes 30 minutes. And I guarantee you are going to find out something very interesting or more than one thing very interesting on this free webinar. Again, join me at ArrayWebinar.com.